Today's episode is brought to you by Rascal and Friends. Let's face it, good diapers and good sleep go hand in hand. Nobody wants a leaky nappy being the reason your baby is waking at night when they otherwise may have slept through. Enter Rascal and Friends. Made with innovative absorbency features like a unique 3D core, liquid dispersion layer, double leak guards, and breathable outer layer, Rascal and Friends premium diapers will keep your little one comfy and dry all night long. Parents on our very own Happy Sleep team have tried Rascal and Friends with their own babes and love them. Plus, they've just released their new overnight diapers in Canada, with 10% more absorbency than their already super absorbent diapers. Say goodbye to leaking diapers, soiled PJs, and changing your baby's sheets in the night and every morning. Shop Rascal and Friends premium diapers at everyday low prices today. Find their premium diapers at Walmart USA and Canada, and their new overnights exclusively in Canada. Welcome to Sleep Cues, the everything baby sleep podcast. I'm Erin, pediatric sleep consultant and founder of The Happy Sleep Company. From catnaps to night wakes and regressions to teething, we cover all things baby sleep. With a passion for children's sleep, we're here to help tired families get healthy rest. Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Today we are talking about nap transitions but more specifically, one sometimes tough transition, and it's the transition from three naps to two naps. This is probably the nap transition that we get the most questions about at the Happy Sleep Company, because it's the first time when, as parents, you kind of have to make a bigger jump in the amount of awake time that you're offering to your child in order to transition them to the next sort of level of naps. So when they are newborns, they're taking lots and lots of naps, four or five, sometimes six naps a day when your child is a newborn. When your child drops from four naps to three naps, we really just have to add you know, maybe 15 minutes of awake time at each wake window to get them on a three-nap schedule. But when it comes to the two-nap schedule, transitioning from three naps to two, again, it's it's a bigger jump, really, that we have to make in order to get them on that two-nap schedule. It's the first time that it's a significantly different schedule than your child has been on in the past. And that's, I think, why we get so many questions about it. And it's why I wanted to devote a whole episode of the podcast to this specific transition, because it can be tricky to know when to do it. It can be tricky to know how to do it. It can be tricky to know if you've done it too soon or if you've done it just right. So let's talk today about the transition from three naps to two. Keep in mind that while every baby is different, there are some generalities that simply can't be ignored when it comes to baby sleep. And one of those is when to make certain nap transitions. One of the most important conversations I have with parents is the awkward daytime scheduling that comes along with the ages of about five to seven months and how to decide on two naps or three each day. So three naps versus two, does it really make that much of a difference? I have had parents tell me, I don't see how that extra third little cat nap at the end of the day really makes much of a difference. Can't I just put my five or six month old on two naps a day and a really early bedtime? I don't generally find that works out very well at that age. I generally find that at five, six, even seven months, a three nap schedule really does work best for most children because they're just not yet able to handle all the awake time that comes along with a two nap schedule. Your children at five, six, even 
early in their seventh month can usually only handle about two to two and a half hours of awake time before they are getting pretty tired again and need to be sleeping again. That does not really facilitate only having two naps in the day. If you are a baby of that age and you can only handle about two to two and a half hours of awake time before you get really sleepy again, you can't really get on a two nap schedule. You need more naps than that to get through your day without being overtired. So three naps versus two, yes, it can make a big difference. That period, again, from about five to seven months is a big transition from your little one when it comes to sleep and physical development and teething and the list goes on and on. This is when your baby can handle considerably more awake time than when they were, say, three months old, but not nearly as much awake time as when they are going to be, say, nine months old. And this is when I often see parents running into difficulties with end-of-the-day crankiness because the daytime schedule has left too much awake time leading up to bedtime, but not enough time for a third nap. So the bottom line and the key is that we want to coordinate the daytime schedule so we leave enough time for a third nap in the day for your five, six, early seven-month-old. The third nap of the day at this transitional age, it's really helpful to your child's overall sleep schedule because even just a little 45-minute cat nap in the late afternoon can help your little one to get to an appropriate bedtime without being incredibly cranky and overtired. Too much awake time before bed is one of the biggest reasons that babies have difficult bedtimes or night wakes or rise very early the next morning. So we want to avoid overtiredness at bedtime. And the way we do that for a five to seven month old is by sticking with that three nap schedule and allowing them that third sort of 45 minute cat nap in the late afternoon or early evening. So what does a good schedule look like for a six month old who's still on a three nap schedule? At this age, again, five to seven months for most babies, as I was mentioning earlier, most babies can handle about two hours of awake time before their first nap, and then somewhere between about two hours, 15 minutes, and two and a half hours of awake time leading up to their other naps and bedtime. We usually do a shorter wake window first thing in the morning before their first nap because most babies are most tired and ready for their first sleep of the day, and then they can handle a little more sleep pressure again at this age, about two and a quarter, two and a half hours of awake time before their other naps and their bedtime. But this means this is also an age where mom and dad may need to help coordinate baby's schedule just a little bit to ensure there is time in the day for all three naps. A great schedule for a six-month-old, for example, might be waking up at seven, having a couple hours of awake time and going down for a nap around nine, having another nap close to one, having another nap around 4.30, and then going to bed for the night around 7.30. That's a lovely kind of perfect looking schedule where each of the first and second naps were around an hour and a half in length, and we left enough time at the end of the day for a 45-minute cat nap also. Keep in mind that if your child's naps are shorter than that, it might just mean that bedtime is earlier than 7.30. If your child's last wake window is two and a half hours, and their third nap ends at 4 p.m., well, bedtime's going to be 6.30 that day. So we're not talking about a static bedtime and the same bedtime every night. We're just talking about wake windows and fitting in that good three-nap schedule. There are certain things I would do at this age to coordinate that great schedule that fits in that third nap. 
For example, I would make sure that the first and second naps of the day are each not more than about an hour and a half, so we do leave time at the end of the day for that third little cat nap, so that we don't have that awkward timing at the end of the day where we let naps one and two go on for so long that we don't really have enough time for a third nap, but we have too much awake time in an overtired baby without a third nap. That's how we're trying to avoid that overtiredness, trying to fit in that third nap to make sure baby's not overtired by bedtime. Of course, this schedule is a sample. It's a guide. It won't look the same every day. The keys of waking up by about 7 a.m. at this age, capping those first couple of naps at around an hour and a half, fitting in that third cat nap each day, those keys can be really helpful to transitioning your little one through this napping phase and into that next stage, that seven to eight month mark, where most babies are then ready for a little more awake time and a solid two nap schedule. So now let's talk about actually moving from three naps to two. When do you know baby's ready? The most common signs are these. Firstly, your baby is about seven and a half months or older. Most babies are not ready for all of the awake time that comes along with a two-nap schedule until at least seven and a half months, and I often find it's closer to eight months. Some babies will even be great on a three-nap schedule until closer to nine months, but on average, I would say it's around seven and a half to eight months. Secondly, your babe no longer looks tired at the end of their current wake windows. So previously, we were talking about how Around that six, seven month mark, you might be doing two hours of awake time before the first nap and then two and a half hours of awake time before the second nap and the third nap and bedtime. But now your baby is seven and a half, eight months and they don't look tired at the end of those wake windows. They seem like they could handle more awake time before they're tired. At the same time as that, your babe is now taking a long time to fall asleep for their naps because they're not tired at the end of those current wake windows, because they need a slightly bigger window and more sleep pressure to fall asleep more easily. They might actually be taking so long to fall asleep for their naps that you barely have time to fit in the third nap because your baby takes so long to fall asleep for the first two naps. And another really good sign that your baby is getting ready to have bigger wake windows and drop down to two naps a day is that they're refusing to fall asleep altogether for one or more of their naps in the day. And often it's the third. The third nap is usually, as I've already mentioned, the shortest of the day. It's often the toughest of the day. It's a time when your baby has had a big day. They might be extra cranky. They might be overstimulated and it's hard to go down for that nap. If your baby doesn't have enough sleep pressure for that third nap, it's going to be even harder. And if your baby is seven and a half plus months and maybe now needs bigger wake windows, they're probably going to start to consistently refuse to go down for that third nap in the day. And if all of these things are in place or most of these things are in place, that's when I would suggest your baby is now ready to move to bigger wake windows, which is going to put them on a two nap schedule. And that's really what gets you to that next stage. If your baby is on a three nap schedule and their wake windows are two to two and a half hours, and you now think they're ready for bigger wake windows, if your baby's wake windows go beyond two to two and a half hours, you are not going to have time in the day for three naps. There's just not going to be time for the third nap anymore. And this is when your baby drops from three naps to two. You increase the wake windows a bit more. And now there's not time in the day for a third nap. And instead, we have a two-nap schedule and a slightly earlier bedtime than we used to. So how do we do this? Again, really, it's about increasing those wake windows so we can remove the need for the third nap. This means for most babies this age, 
seven and a half, eight months and older, two and a half hours of awake time before the first nap, and then three hours of awake time before their second nap, and three hours of awake time before bed at night. There are some exceptions to the wake window rules though. When we've just moved to two naps a day, again, usually around seven and a half to eight months, I suggest in addition to thinking about two and a half hours of awake time before that first nap, three hours to the second nap, and three hours to bedtime, you have to consider some exceptions that are going to make sense for your baby. First of all, once you're on a two-nap schedule at around eight months of age, the first nap of the day really should not happen earlier than 8.30 in the morning. I know that this can feel like a big stretch if your baby happened to have an early morning wake that day. If your baby woke up at 5.30, 5.45 for the day, getting all the way to 8.30 a.m. for that first nap can feel daunting. But stretching the morning out, distracting your baby, getting them to that 8.30 point for that first nap, this is going to ensure that nap one doesn't happen too early in the day and really get your napping day off track. If you're on a two-nap schedule and the first nap happens earlier than 8.30, you're going to end up with way too much awake time at the end of your day and your baby's going to be overtired. So if there's an early morning wake, we balance the day out and get the day back on track by ensuring that we don't put your baby down for the first nap before 8.30 a.m. And the next rule of thumb on a two-nap schedule is that bedtime does not happen earlier than 6 p.m. Again, If your babe is still adjusting to bigger wake windows and this is resulting in some shorter naps, you may need to stretch out that last wake window to get to a six o'clock bedtime. But I do suggest baby be in bed right at 6 p.m. if you've already gone over three hours of awake time at that point. Do not be afraid of the 6 p.m. bedtime. I know it seems early to some parents, especially those who have a static 7 p.m. bedtime in mind, but if your baby wakes up from their second nap at quarter after two, for example, a 6 p.m. bedtime really is the best option. At that point, it's too late to try to stick in a third cat nap. 5.15 p.m. is too early for bedtime. And stretching to 7 p.m. is simply going to make your baby wildly overtired, which again, usually results in night wakes and early wakes. So 6 p.m. is a balanced option. I call it the lesser of all the evils because baby will have to go to bed a little beyond their three-hour wake window but shouldn't be wildly overtired and we aren't putting them down too early for the night, expecting them to then sleep past 6 a.m., which is over 12 hours if we're putting baby down at quarter after five for the night. So no bedtime before 6 p.m. Now here are two of the most common questions that we get asked about this transition from three naps to two. First of all, did I make a mistake and is it too late to go back to a three nap schedule? I transitioned to two naps a few days ago, but my baby is protesting more at nap time, taking shorter naps, and having early morning wake-ups. Is it too late to go back to three naps? Mama, dads, it's not too late for anything. If you make the transition to bigger wake windows and a two-nap schedule, and you realize within a few days that baby simply cannot handle all this awake time and really was doing better on a three-nap schedule, don't be afraid to shift back. It's okay to move back to a three-nap schedule for a while, and then reassess. Do give it a few days first, but then if you're feeling really confident baby can't handle this, go back to what was working better for your baby and reassess in in another week or two. 
And is it normal that we are flip-flopping between three naps some days and two naps other days during this transition? That's another really common question that we get about this change. Yes, it's normal. It's normal that some days you might be able to get away with just two naps, while other days you might need to stick in a third because the first two were just way too short to get your baby to a proper bedtime. If you're a baby is on a two-nap schedule, but their first two naps are really short, and it's only quarter after one in the afternoon, and they're already done two naps, we probably want to stick in a third nap that day, around quarter after four, let them have a 45-minute nap, and then do a few hours of awake time from that third nap until bedtime. We really don't want to be going from one quarter after one in the afternoon until bedtime without an extra sleep at that age. So we may need to stick in a third. There is flexibility and you should feel you can do what is right for your individual baby based on how they respond to this change and adjust to this new schedule. It is normal that naps might be a bit tougher or shorter for some babies when first transitioning to two naps and that you might see some earlier wakes. These issues often come hand in hand with baby having to adjust to bigger wake windows than they had previously. But with time, with consistency, babe is going to adjust and should get on a great two nap schedule. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks for listening to Sleep Cues, the Everything Baby Sleep Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a review, and share this episode with a mom or dad who might need some rest. Connect with us on Instagram at The Happy Sleep Company, and check out our website, thehappysleepcompany.com, for loads of blogs, sleep guides, and information about how we work with families one-on-one to get sleep on track.